Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's BudPod193. 193. Uh, uh, Christmas trees. The Christmas trees are up. Yeah. Yeah, and... The snow has fallen all around us. Children playing, having fun in London City. (laughs) London is full of snow, it's true. It's it's very picturesque. I'm looking outside at my car and it's mm -hmm. got snow on it and it's very charming, but I can't tell if it's going to damage the car. Yeah, we're not used to snow and ice in the UK and London especially. it, It very quickly turns to sort of cigarette ash. Um, well, Phil, you and I both don't like hot weather, but how do you feel about cold weather when it's cold enough to snow? I love it. Yeah. It, I, I, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, it's magical, and in the UK, it's only ever, it's usually very, very brief, except for, like, you know, the beast from the east a couple of years back or these yeah. freak snowstorms that, that can last a few days. Here, it's it's it's... It's kind of blink and you'll miss it. This one seems to be hanging around, especially now that I live so further out of London with less sort of residual city heat, city heat, the heat of the city, yeah. melting the snow out out here um, in the relative countryside. The snow is remaining undisturbed, really. Well, you're a, you're a suburban boy, really, aren't you? I'm now a suburban boy looking out onto a vista of snow-capped roofs it's all Mm. very dickensian yeah yeah whereas i'm looking at snow on on kind of um concrete tower blocks and it's a bit more like um a sort of survival video game of some kind (laughs) yeah it's like a, a um it's a modern warfare sort of map a call of duty map yeah, yeah, yeah. Cap- Captain Price is about to sort of announce that um, you, we've got to find some sort of ill, Ill very, very ethnically ambiguous smuggler. <laughs> I haven't played the played the Call of Duties for so long now. I couldn't I couldn't follow the stories when I did. Um, no, they, they they haven't gotten less windy and weavy, uh, but they are good fun. The most recent one is good fun, and it is fun just to have. Captain Price or Ghost or whoever just being like, uh, you know, we've got to locate El Bacchuli. <laughs> He's going to smuggle missiles to Kramamistan. And you're like, right, okay. Where's where's this supposed to be then? <laughs> Kramamistan. And it's like a country with like desert architecture, but also it's a bit snowy and the guys you kill have kind of got Russian hats a bit, but not really. And the languages are like, Yeah, and you go, I thought it was Russian for a second, but then there was a lot of like, And now I don't know. 
They're really, remember, yeah, really being careful. A few years back, I think there was a micro gaming scandal when the Modern Warfare game had, I think there was a map or a level in Pakistan and there were signs in Arabic instead of Urdu. Yes, that was Modern Warfare 2. They, they fucked it, yeah. Right. And it's like, that feels the, pretty basic thing to get right. Given, given that they're spending more than the budget of a Hollywood film, it's pretty pathetic. And yeah. the other thing they got wrong, which is much less culturally insensitive, was that um, there was a level on the London Underground at some point, and all the signs said exit instead of way out. Boo! Boo, Boo to them and their cultural um, hegemony Ignorance. over us. And yeah. ignorance. Also, like they they got it. They got London much better later in later versions of the game. But then I remember in that edition of the game, their version of London was like this insane, like, it, like flower boxes everywhere <laughs> in like central. It was so weird. It was like this. It was like they. It was like um, in in uh, oh god, what's it? Hot fuzz when they're trying to get village of the year and there's just flowers every everywhere. <laughs> but it was like. Uh, we're in central London, and it's like it's like a kind of la da dee da dee ba da ba dee boo, like village fair fucking vibe. It's truly incredible how bad video games get London, uh, considering mm. what well, how many times these developers will have been to London, and how yeah, sort of how important the UK is in video game development overall. Yeah, that they still get London. So uh, there's there's a there's a, a mission in. One of the Uncharted games where you're in London, and literally everyone's in a flat cap wearing like a vest, and it's meant to be now. <laughs> and all these pubs are like covered in velvet, and it's <laughs> it's like these guys in flat caps going, "All right, my old mucker, what are you down here for then?" Now, and it's like, "Come on, man, which <laughs> where are these people?" <laughs> That's why Americans. That's why Americans eat bad food when they come to London because they go to like a Weatherspoons and they don't understand that they're in a chain worse than Arby's. They just yeah. All they do is they see a building and they go, "Wow, it's like a medieval building with like old oak fixtures." And they go, "Well, nothing old can be bad, not in London." Wow, best traditional fish and chips in London. It says on here. Yeah, with a picture of a grenadier guard for some reason. <laughs> There's a beef eater selling fish and chips. This must be the Queen's fish and chips. <laughs> they don't notice they're buying it from just like an Albanian guy who doesn't speak enough English to even answer their questions about where Buckingham Palace is. It's, of course it's bad. You have to go somewhere that doesn't look like somewhere that would be good in England. It's, that's the trick. It's not fair, but it is how it works. Mm. Mm. Call of Duty that is, Call of Duty's made back to vision, right? Um, it's made by a few companies. They alternate, so it's Activision and Treyarch, oh, and they oh. take one like one, one does one, then one does the next one. So that's why they they do change quite a lot in terms of the style well, gameplay. Have you seen that Microsoft is trying to buy Activ Activision Blizzard? Apparently, is the company together. And yeah, they, so they merged, and that's like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft and stuff. Like it's insane. Yeah. So the 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 price of the purchase is like. 69 billion dollars <laughs> and to put to put that in context apparently when disney bought marvel marvel that was four billion yeah this is the thing video games are so much bigger than captain america and spider-man and all those other uh, dorks <laughs> yeah 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 it's in incredible i think uh, a few years ago i read or heard that 
the size of the video game industry is more than music and film combined. Yeah, I think that's right. And but it, it doesn't mean, feel like that. Warzone, but like, during during lockdown, Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone had like seven million active users or something like every day. Sick, sick, the population of a country. Yeah, all just fucking pew pew pew, just fucking screaming really slurs cool. at each other through headsets. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been out. I've I've uh, I got myself a PS Five. Pierre, it's at my feet Ooh. right now. You found a dealer for one. Well, they, they they seem to be kind of in stock right now. Um, and this is oh, the really? God of War Ragnarok bundle. I'm I always try and get the, the a bundle that represents my values. <laughs> when I get a new console, and you know, okay. from time to time, and I've enjoyed FIFA in the past, but sometimes I, I'll, I'll, the only one available is the one that comes with FIFA, and I go. Okay, fine, but this isn't really my bundle. This bundle isn't really for me. My bundle should have the Norse uh, Norse folklore pictures on it. It's not, like um, not Mbappe, if, if, as no, good a not, footballer as he is. He's just not. I don't know. He's it's not. It's, it's nothing personal. It's just you know. Um. Yeah, it would be like if uh, some big, like proper, proper fucking video game lad had to get a bundle with like just like uh Encarta encyclopedia of, of medieval history <laughs> or something uh, uh i've i've missed that Encarta. Did, did, did you have on your computer in like windows 95 or something Encarta? yeah yeah and it had like games or it was slightly gamey right it was slightly gamey and phil it wasn't a cd it was a cd rom um right a rom Imagine, was when was the last time you heard CD-ROM? ROM means read-only, right? Read-only memory. I don't know. I just know that oh, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. So, re- read. I think, yeah, read-only means that you y- 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 can't be written on again. Uh, C- CD-RW was CD-rewritable. Oh. Um, yeah, CD-ROM, I think, it means read-only memory. Let me see. C- but then they definitely... But they just stopped saying it. It was just CDs or DVDs after that. I remember the transition from video games. Call of Duty was one of the first video games that was on DVD, not CD. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For I was correct. Read-only. <laughs> I was correct. I got my 90s trivia correct. CD-ROM, read-only. points. Um, yeah, I remember that when the DVD game started. Was like, but DVDs are for movies. Yeah, and then everyone went. No, these games are as big as movies, and everyone went. Well, that can't, that can't keep happening. <laughs> it's untenable. <laughs> yeah, um, but but um, but yeah, I don't think I'll be able to open up this this sweet PS Five till the new year. At this point, I'm just too busy. Why? I I just got I just got so much fucking personal b- house admin shit. I've just got so many like <laughs> letters and sort of bills to go through oh, i feel like i feel like you know what i feel like i feel like bob cratchit i do i, I do i was Pierre. about I to like... say I, I was about to say you were scrooge or bob cratchit with a like big quill and a pile of scrolls if i was scrooge i'd be enjoying it right but i'm not enjoying it i'm bob cratchit i want to spend quality time with my son in this case the ps5 ps5 is Ti- my tiny tim yeah tiny ps5 Tiny PS5. I want to spend yeah. time with Tiny PS5, but I can't because I'm just sat at my desk here, uh, <laughs> trying to get through piles and piles of just envelopes and junk mail and fucking bills and shit. 
and I've I've lit a candle on the side here, very dangerous considering all the paper around me. And I'm looking out on the snow, and I'm I'm watching outside. There are kids playing their PlayStation fives on the street, and <laughs> and I'm looking out and thinking, oh, well, if only if only I were free to play my there are PS5 kids, on um, the street. Are there kids in flat caps tapping their PS5 down the lane with a stick as it <laughs> <Yeah>. rolls? <laughs> yeah, the PS5 is just tumbling. And all the kids going, yeah, swatting them. Kids, yeah, kids using the PS5 to like thwack baseballs. But soon, my sweet PS5, soon, I'll get to you. All these... Phil, this, some of these letters, are they not the kind of things that dress to, like, homeowner that you can just bin? Oh, yeah, a lot of those I bin straight away. But there's other crap that I, I do have to pay attention to that I've just let sort of pile up. Oh. To the yeah. homeowner. <coughs> um, well, um, I mentioned Mbappe. And speaking of Mbappe, Pierre, Ugh, um, yes. England were knocked out of the World Cup that we actually didn't want to be a part of anyway, actually. The immoral one. The immoral World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty shameful, France, to yeah proceed in a World Cup um, so uh, morally uh, controversial as this one. Shame yeah. on France for winning. I took just saying to France. Oh, you want to, you want to win this? Mm. Okay. Ugh. No, no, no. It's fine. No, no, no. It's just interesting that you want to win this this World Cup. It's just interesting. Yeah, just uh, just just pretty crazy that this is the one that you'd want to win. Yeah, I guess it says something about about who you are. We didn't want to win it. <laughs> we didn't want to win it. Uh, yeah, Did you very watch depressing. The match? I, Did you watch the yeah, game? Yeah, I, I I broke and I watched one. I watched one. This was the only one you watched. No, I haven't watched any other ones. Wow, good on you, man. I I broke like a twig instantly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not even a FIFA boy. I'm not a FIFA boy. I like international football though because of the sort of the the um analogy it makes to war and battle yeah. between nations. I like that. And England yes. and France fighting, you know. It, it, there's something sort of historically significant it feels about that. Yeah, and it it feels more like uh, cuz they're limited. It's like uh, no no, you can only have the people that you've grown or something. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and th th that's why club football means nothing to me because it's just watching multi-million pound international conglomerates fight against each yeah. other. And it's like, yeah. well, who, who cares? Who cares? But this, just this is about... Um, this is about the, the, the sons of nations. Yeah, as opposed to whose tax deduction can score more goals than the other tax deduction. <laughs> It was um, it was quite it was, it, was a, it was a fun game I thought um, it was exciting but it's never bore, boring. Um, the referee I guess never wants to visit the UK. Um, yeah, or England at least, <laughs> uh, because some of those decisions. Poor Bukayo Saka, who just man, who just he just gets beat up like a punching bag every every, every international tournament. Those decisions. When I remember I said to someone, wait, where's the referee from? And they said, Brazil. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You asked sense. me. I told you. Was, yeah. That was you. That was you. That's yeah. right. Um, because like, if you're from a country that is just like famous for in, like the most violent lower leagues and stuff, 
Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like insane then, South American football. Then it's just like, well, yeah, obviously you think this is fine, you maniac. This is it. This is it. You got yeah, and, and I think Amazon I think chopper. We have to Every international tournament when England plays is a reminder of how rough the rest of the world's football is. Yeah. Like apparently I watched um I watched the really good documentary about um Diego Maradona and he went off to play in Italy for Naples and the, apparently the Italian league is just so brutal. He had to sort of learn to fight basically. But it's just not like that here. No. Well, it used to be. It's, it, it, you know, like the, the, the tough guy actor, Vinnie Jones. I mean, he was a footballer. Mm. And it's amazing that, like, can you imagine now a young man getting a reputation as, like, a fucking hard-as-nails brawler through football? Yeah. Not enough How? news snowflake culture, Pierre. Well, it's just that in the game it became more valuable to fall on the floor than not fall on the floor. That's it. That's it. Yeah, um, but um, congratulations to our boys. I thought I think France probably were better anyway. Yeah, yeah, they were. They would. They seem to be faster. I don't even know enough about football. This is just well, like two two um, fucking guys with no lips also, judging a smiling contest. This is insane. <laughs> also, like England did just pass to France a lot. In as far as I yeah. could tell, there's just a lot of passing to France gentlemanly yeah gentlemanly <laughs> conduct yeah that's what that is very annoying but that's life and now i can go back to i'm like king arthur back to my barrow to sleep for years until the next time i care about football yeah hibernate like a bear yeah i can go back to not caring at all um, um you're not going to watch the rest? You're not going to see how well Morocco do? I mean, I'll look at the score on the internet, but I won't bother watching. Sure. Sure. Fuck them. That's what I say. Fuck them The World all. Cup and Qatar, I mean, as opposed to Morocco specifically. I actually want Morocco to do well. Morocco versus France. Oh, no. Morocco-France is next. That'll be in... Was that today? No, today is Croatia-Argentina. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, speaking of international competitions, Pierre, I don't know how I forgot yeah. to mention this. Um, on the flight to New York, on my recent New York trip, I watched a really brilliant documentary film called Blind Ambition. Oh. Have you heard of this film? No, what is it? It's about the first ever zimbabwean team at the international wine tasting championships Ooh, that's fucking that sounds very good it was really good it's about these four zimbabwean guys who are refugees essentially from zimbabwe into south africa okay yeah um and they started i mean they all have slightly different stories but roughly they started um as uh, waiters at restaurants high-end restaurants they each got like found a taste for the wine there, and then they just each sort of got obsessed with wine, and then they, they become like four of the top sommeliers in South Africa. Oh wow! And and so, but Zimbabwe has never had a team at this um, wine tasting championship, so they got together and formed the first team. Um, and they and the in, so they they the story is the story is the is their backstories and the story of them preparing and training, and then they go off to Burgundy in France. Uh, to take part in in the competition 
and it's it's great it's really interesting really good i learned a bit about zimbabwe and like the i didn't realize just how desperate situations zimbabwe is in sort of economically oh god yeah 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 because when we're in south africa yeah the 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 sort the, of the, the 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 migrant labor in south africa is predominantly from zimbabwe yes yeah in in the same way that here it was say the polish for a while it's Although now that's mexico that's, to that's, america that's becoming a different story yeah yeah mexico to america and here the polish story is changing quite dramatically i mean i actually heard that i read or heard that by by 2040 or something but 2030 are the current rates um the average average wealth in poland might is going to be higher than the average wealth in in the uk well that's the difference is that uh, the, the the polish weren't particularly coming out of te- massive desperation which the zimbabweans are right yeah, yeah yeah they were just coming because like the amount of money you could get for some fairly standard just like basically good quality work was so high proportionately yeah. Um, yeah yeah so well anyway so, yeah the story is different in, in in south africa and and zimbabwe and there's one bit that really got to me basically one of the um one of the sommeliers he needs he needs two guys to do some work for that day and he just drives to this place where guys who have es- especially esca- essentially escaped from zimbabwe yeah yeah who are probably not legal yes um he just drives up and he rolls down his window and these guys hanging around and he goes, he just goes out the window. I need two men. And these guys just rush the car. Yeah. They just so desperate just to, they have to get to the car just, just for a day's work. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it was really affecting because it's just, you know, it was just like pure survival. They had to get to this car just to get a day's work. And they were like trying to beat each other into the car and like, the third guy in the car was like, "Can you can you take three guys?" Just begging this guy, "Can you take can you take three guys today?" It was just it was brutal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's just it was really extraordinary. No, I mean like Zimbabwe. I mean even even like my my aunt my one of my aunt's old friends who's like obviously in a much better position than that is still like get, having to get water like delivered because there's just no nothing in the pipes. Like nothing works water at all. Del- um, in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nothing works. It's very corrupt. The irony is that if you want to go on holiday there, it's actually very expensive because everything for the elites still works. Right, but it's in such short supply that it's all extremely expensive. Well, it's like you're you're going on a luxury holiday on like a fucking moon base, and everyone else just has no food. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the whole thing's fucked. I mean, yeah, you you see that sometimes. Certainly, I've seen it in American fiction where someone just pulls up and there's like a a bunch of guys on the street stereotypically mexicans wearing like flannels you know like um, yeah checkered shirts and they're something i need four four guys uh can anyone do bricklaying or whatever and they just rush jumps in the back of the truck yeah yeah migrant labor yeah yeah it's really yeah i've never really seen it like that you know i've never seen that that moment yeah um yeah but it's, yeah so anyway it's a really good little film blind ambition that's it. Did it go into um, why they had to leave? Were they were they Ndebele um, or was it all just different stories for each of them? It seems to be mainly around. So it looks from what I can gather, the two thousand eight crash was particularly disastrous. Yeah. For Zimbabwe and and I think most of them was just the fact of there was just no work and no money to be made in in Zimbabwe and they had families to support and they just there was just no work. And that, yeah. that seemed to be the main one. 
Yeah, and there's a lot yeah. of um, there's a lot of xenophobia in, in South Africa as well. Which I mean, you, you, when we were there, you and I discussed it. Like Ntawarira, who's the one of the best Springbok rugby players, because he was born in Zimbabwe. Like you would think that he would have support. Like if you were a Westerner, and I, what I've encountered is that if you're a Westerner, you'd assume he'd have support from the black population as a kind of black sports icon, but he doesn't because he's seen as a foreigner by a lot of people. He still does have some support. Yeah, yeah. But he gets some shit too on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Africa is a big place, right? And everyone's got their own. Yeah, it's just from because from an outsider perspective, we think, oh, you know, there's <laughs> black representation, but no, they've all got their own beefs with each other. Well, obviously, that's the trouble is that we we have to see the world as if we were American, and just the idea of of blackness as its own completely neutral category, which it is in America much more so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's part of the world's and new cultural disease, which is to just have to view all of their own domestic problems through some crazy American lens. Yeah, and that's also an, a problem with this language of community that has become very popular in sort of Western com commentary um, circles of like, everyone fits into a community, right? The black community, the LGBT community, the Asian yeah. community. And then when you're confronted with a an environment where people who all qualify for this one community suddenly have very different objectives and perspectives and sort of personal life uh, experiences, suddenly the whole community idea breaks apart because it's actually everyone's, you know, there are divisions within divisions. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it's kind of a... Well, I mean, as, as we've discussed, the, the discomfort that, I mean, not just maybe yourself, but lots of other people we know have around just throwing the word BAME around it, it, as if it covers everything. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah I, I i think i read once some someone who likes you know one of these people who likes these to use community described a university as the acad an academic community it's like what you mean a university <laughs> what the fuck is why why are people obsessed with this word community all the time i think it's so cutify things that are actually quite that actually are quite deeply entrenched problems that need that need fixing. Yeah, it, it kind of cutifies things. Maybe this is a, a, a conversation that is spicy enough to qualify for bonus pod. But um, but for example, in America, they like it's, it's, where homelessness is a very big problem in America. Yeah. Among some circles, instead they say we don't say homeless; we say the unhoused community. And you go, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. But no. But then that sounds like it's a community that sort of should be protected and kept in that state. When what's the, tr the truth is, people should not be homeless, right? Yeah. If you make it sound like they're all part of this cuddly community, suddenly it's not a problem to be solved, but a a another type of and another version of living that should be accom accommodated i mean to pardon the pun you know and it, it isn't you know we shouldn't we shouldn't have an unhoused community there are people yeah. who are homeless that shouldn't be homeless it's not it's not like we have to respect this new community I the existence of this community it's a problem i swear there used to be a feature called community watch in private eye about exactly this where it's just sort of going oh really yeah just going like um uh the 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 24 hour tech support community you know, just <laughs> what? Do you mean just group? You're just trying to say group? Yeah, or just type of person or single unifying characteristic. 
Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's what they mean. It's like a characteristic. Yeah, just like a job description, or as you say, a quality of of uh, temporary nature. Hopefully, like homelessness, where it's like, well, it's not like ah, uh, you'd all gather around the campfire and sing the traditional homeless community songs and dances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I think it's sort of, I think it's born out of um, good intentions language of kindness you know i think that's what it's born out of trying to be kinder with language but it can have adverse effects with kind language because you know you actually lose specificity and you lose yeah you know you know because these you don't want to soften thing you don't want to soften language around problems because problems need to be solved and if a description of a problem sounds soft and cute it doesn't sound like it needs to be fixed yeah and i think there's also I think there's also an arms race, especially in in the academic community, to <laughs> to talk like like just just choosing words that make it seem like you've got some sort of more highly advanced idea of something simple gets you more attention yeah, exactly. or money or praise or yeah yeah exactly. Um, but anyway, this this conversation the, the, that that's a taster for the, the kind of spiciness we normally delve into in the bonus part. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll, I think we'll, maybe we'll expand on that, um, when we, when we depart to whichever secretive locale we're at this week. Yeah. But, the, but uh, now Phil, it's time for some messages from the bad pad community. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love, we, yeah, we're going to read some correspondence from the shitting community right now. Um, <laughs> I think I speak for everyone here in the shitting community when I say we are not going to stand this <laughs> we'll sit as we always do we'll sit <laughs> even to wipe we'll sit i have you have you, you seen all that about people some people stand to wipe no yeah but then i think but people get confused i've seen lots uh, of twitter threads about this i think they're still standing in a kind of like bent over crouch, crouch. i don't think they're just standing <laughs> ramrod straight like a guardsman I know, I know, pooping and being in the toilet is a private affair, but I still imagine a little bit that I'm being watched. A little bit, yeah. You know, I still have to, I still have to conduct myself with some dignity, even in private. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not like bending over straight and just reaching under me. <laughs> you know, you have to do it with some dignity, even then. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's 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 hear from the uh, the shedding community. Correspond. 
correspondence. correspondence. Okay. <laughs> we hear from. It has been signed off NC, so I will I will call him NC. NC, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's all I can think of with regards to NC. What else is NC? Not coming! I'm not coming! <laughs> so NC says, Hi PNP. Uh, been listening through the backlog up to episode 36 and hoping you're still receiving poo stories in the far future. Here's mine. <laughs> uh, I've got some way to go there, NC. Yeah. So NC but, says... Uh, but it sounds like... Sounds like he's taking take, they're taking it on at a reason at 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 a responsible pace. Yeah, doctors do recommend. Also, we're 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 so fucking behind that. Like, I I saw in the most recent email, someone was like, uh, "Oh, I sent you this. Did you miss it?" And I just thought, "Oh, you poor pig man." <laughs> because whatever he was checking about, he'd only sent it a month ago, and it's like, "Oh, buddy, no, 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 no." Yeah. Don't worry, listeners. We're, if we if we haven't read we your gotta, thing out, we may have missed it. We may not have. But you'll only find out in a fucking year. So we we got we've got a backlog like the NHS over here, Pierre. This is <laughs> <laughs> you send in a correspondence. Maybe you'll get an appointment in 2024. It's why we're going on strike over Christmas. It's just a ridiculous. <laughs> the government refuses to meet with us about our emails. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, NC says on 10 day scout camp at age 16 ish at a Scottish loch oh loch a loch in loch. Scotland myself and two other I won't do that myself and two others go mm. overnight hiking to a bothy a oh, bothy yeah so these are these are sort of essentially unattended publicly available huts in the Scottish uh, wilderness yeah where you just it's all first come first serve if you're hiking you can just drop into a bothy and stay the night and you move on in the morning yeah they're a bit like emergency cabins for our north american listeners i think ah but i don't know if they are supplied in the same way so he he describes it as a sort of camping hut designed for overnight stays for hikers which is about right yeah that's it uh the toilet situation at the scout camp is pretty solid a special tent mm. with a big hole in the middle and a toilet seat. TP, air freshener, hand gel. Stinky but sanitary. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and NC says, but I wanted more luxury. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Greed. Greed. Greed at the bothy. <laughs> it's the downfall of many a hiker. Greed. <laughs> bothy greed. Bothy greed. <laughs> You must never succumb to Bothy Greed. <laughs> Great manager of so many bands. <laughs> Bothy Greed. Bothy Greed, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he says, I was lured on the Bothy hike mostly through the promise of a proper toilet and hygiene after a week of teenage filth. Teenage filth? He puts in brackets, no running water. Oh, Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah, you're probably pretty, you're pretty honky, pretty stinky. Wait, where was it? Oh, the teenage filth was at the camp. Yeah, he's he's on a right. ten day scout camp. Ah, uh, uh, so yeah, he's okay. in the wilderness. This is it. Full stop. I see. Yeah, um, I think I, yeah, I would I would watch a movie called A Week of Teenage Filth. It would be like a kind of thriller, mm. 
um, Hamahara thing or something. Yes, yes. Um, so for the six-hour hike, I'm touching cloth all the way. He's been saving up for the body. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I, I hate all... I don't know why we subject ourselves to this, because I, I actually... <laughs> even hearing the phrase touching cloth, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> It's a love-hate relationship I have <laughs> with these stories, I think. <laughs> but it's good because it I I think I think me reading them to you creates this barrier that stops you getting jaded. So you're just still raw every week for a new one. <laughs> yeah, and also it's also like it's a good sign that I'm not sort of just descending mm. into scatological madness where I've lost <laughs> all uh, you know, it's not like it's got to the point where I'm just going out into polite society going, and then I shut myself and I smeared it all over my face. What about you? Do you like to do that? <laughs> At least I am sort of maintaining my civility. It's a good sign. It's a good sign, as I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You still, you're keeping it level. Um, <laughs> not a lot of men could cope with the weight of all this. <laughs> so. So he's hiking for six hours, touching cloth to the bothy. Mm. We yeah. arrive. I burst to into the, the bothy. Huh? Sorry, <laughs> when you said bothy, I said I heard botty touching cloth to the bothy. Yes, the bo- like, yeah, the, well, it, would, it would be the bothy. Yeah, the bothy bothy. Um, burst into the hut. I like kick down the door. Yeah, we arrive. I burst into the hut and no toilet. Oh no! Worse, only stagnant water and no toilet paper. Oh boy! Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Bothy's. Yeah, I, I, I presume the next I'll sentence uh, is very funny. I have to go and squat in the bushes, and it is bad. <laughs> oh no! Everywhere below the waist, not coated by my campfire food poisoned mess. Oh right! Oh, I see. Everywhere below the waist, not coated by my campfire food poisoned mess, as in like his shed. Oh, okay. We've skipped. We've skipped a couple steps here. So he's gone. He says, "I have to, to go bush. squat in the bushes, and it is bad." Ah, because he's been holding it so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, right. It is bad. So it's okay. The the pooping is bad. Yeah. Not just a, okay. Yep. So he says, um, basically, um, yeah. everywhere below his waist, not coated by the horrible shit, is bitten by swarms mm. of midges. Mmm. Mmm. So in a way, the shit has actually become a sort of protective shield against the midges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Predator. <laughs> Where Arnold covers himself in shit to fight the Predator. The Predator goes, ooh, and that means that he can kill him. The Predator is so revolted. Right, okay. Yeah. So he's covered in either shit or bites at this point. <laughs> yeah, shit or bites. What Pick a, your poison, shit or bites. Yeah. Um, that's our version of Papa Dums or bread. <laughs> shit, shit or yeah. bites. <laughs> shit or bites. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit or bites, Victoria Corin Mitchell. Shit or bites. <laughs> shit or bites, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> what? I don't know. So, so, so he says, yeah, he's covered in shit bites. Um, he says, the midges are the worst part. Swarms dense enough to taste through a closed mouth. 
Whoa, 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 what? Say that again. The midges are the worst part. Swarms of them dense enough to taste through a closed mouth. Fucking hell, what does that mean? As in, like, there's so many that even if you, you close your mouth and they're still kind of getting in there. They're just everywhere. Oh, my Lord. These oh are Highland no. midges, Phil. These are the worst in the country. I did not know that about Highland midges. Did you not know this? Summer in, summer in the Highlands is an orchestra of suffering. <laughs> Lovely phrase. Oh man, I'm picturing I'm picturing uh Nicolas Cage in the remake of The Wicked Man going, Nother bees, nother bees, but it's midges and shit. Genuinely, like when we used to do all sorts of camping and stuff as teenagers on the Isle of Man, at one point we resorted to the like a deodorant can lighter flamethrower. Yeah. Wow. It's it can get so bad and they, they bite you so much. Gosh. Um Gosh, no thanks. So he says swarms dense enough to taste through a closed mouth. Legs are caked, underpants are dripping. Oh. Fucking hell. Who are you eating? What? Has has he even got his trousers off at all? Which it just sounds like there was so much collateral damage that it was almost a formality. Yeah. Ugh. Camping sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. It just sucks. I'd, like people keep going, oh no, it's actually once you get once you know what you're doing and you get you the right kit and is no, it sucks. It's fundamentally wrong. <laughs> it's what we advanced ourselves to avoid, and now you you voluntarily subject yourself to it. Why? <laughs> Why? What is the pleasure? What is the pleasure? All I ever hear are horror stories. <laughs> I like the idea of you gesturing at a, a man whose head is covered in flies and his legs are covered in shit. Gesturing at him saying, what is the pleasure? <laughs> what is the pleasure? What is the pleasure in this? Um, he says, I don't really remember the cleanup. Needless to say, clothes were abandoned to the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> they just sink into the swamp. <laughs> and like the swamp makes a noise. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that I slept on the opposite end of the cabin to the less smelly boys, and then all was forgotten back at camp. Well, is he is he naked from the bottom, from the waist down, like Winnie the Pooh at this point? <laughs> is, is he Winnie the Poohing through the Highlands? <laughs> oh bother! <laughs> <laughs> oh bothy! <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's head covered in tiny flies. Oh! <laughs> Horrible. Um, he says, uh, I returned home from Scotland with dried out lips, a dehydrated frame, and a thousand meter stare, and midge bites on my peen. Keep jacking it, NC. Oh, man. Oh, man. Terrible. Thank you, NC. Sorry about your suffering. That sounds horrible. What a, what a ghastly time. But glad you survived. Yeah. Yeah, and this is why this is why we shouldn't even in the UK with one of the most benign safe wildernesses in the world. Yeah. There is still there is still danger. There is still threat. It's still uncomfortable. It's still unwise, to be frank. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It shouldn't be done. We have the technology. <laughs> We don't have to do this. Um, we we can end quickly on a, a lovely message from uh, Krish. Krish. Ah, oh, what a dish, Krish. Lovely. 
What a dish you are. Chris says, hi, buds. Um, a little pooey child anecdote for you. Mm. From a run-of-the-mill train journey from Richmond to central London. Let me set the scene. <laughs> it's a rainy Sunday and everything is grey on board the Richmond to Stratford overground service. Lovely train. Lovely. A small child is talking to her mum about the rain and how she can see it from in a train. Oh, sweet. Yeah. She doesn't yet understand that those words rhyme. Ah. Yeah. The child, perhaps four years old, turns to her mother and suddenly quips, Mummy, would you like to play a game of guess if I've... <laughs> Mummy, would you like to play a game of guess if I've pooed my pants? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to play... Suddenly she turns into Jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Mummy, would you like to play a game? <laughs> There is or is not shit in my pants right now. <laughs> Time to find out. That's so funny. Would you I'm trying to turn it into like a parlor game? Yeah. Like she's in a an uh <laughs> like she's in a, a novel in a fucking um Dickensian novel. Would you like to shall we play a spot of Have I Shat Myself? Yeah, or like um Well, I'm afraid we're snowed in and the detective won't be here for hours. Shall we play a game of guess if I've pulled my pants? <laughs> oh, Johnny could. Mr. Poirot, would you care uh, to join? A wizard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So the kid says, Mummy, would you like to play a game of guess if I've pooed my pants? Her, her mum nonchalantly replies, Well, I can't smell anything, so I'll say, You haven't pooed in your pants. It's an interesting counter gambit from the mum. Yeah. Yeah, love, well played. Yeah. I see you've played awesome, before. Pro pro probably wishful thinking. <laughs> ah, I see you've played. Have I put my pants before? The child responds with, but my pants feel heavy when my poo... My but my pants feel heavy when I poo myself, and right now they feel heavy. <laughs> really, like, logical... Yeah process of deduction here it's funny as well that the kid kind of doesn't know the answer <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i'm as mystified as oh. you mr holmes <laughs> <laughs> so the kid goes but my pants feel heavy when i poo myself and right now they feel heavy the mum again casually replied with well then you've pooed your pants haven't you <laughs> <laughs> The child smiled and they got off at the next stop. <laughs> <laughs> what a delightful scene. Yeah. It's like something from a lovely painting or a little Victorian novel. Yeah. Um, Chris says, uh, there's something very arrogant and psychopathic and hilarious about a child admitting to shitting her pants to her mum with, would you like to play a game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Chris says, uh, the future of Bud Pod is in safe hands, it seems. Uh, and he says, wish you both a lovely Christmas. Apologies, apologies if this sounds insane when you read it out and it's not Christmas. Well, Chris, good news. Wow, how's Chris got in in time for Christmas? Uh, it's that it old. last year's Christmas. Wow. We're that far behind. We're a year behind. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Hopefully we'll stay exactly a year behind so at least all the holidays sync up. Yeah, that would be nice. 
That that pooping girl is now a year older. Yeah. And a year wiser. Oh, f- now she must know, definitely for sure, when she's pooed her pants. Thank you, Chris. That was a lovely story. Thank I you, Chris. Story. Um, and thank you, guys. Um, little extra thing. I when this when this comes out, Wednesday the fourteenth, I'm announcing extra dates of my Soho Theatre run because the week is basically sold out. There are only crappy oh. seats left for weirdos. I'm afraid. Oh. Any fellow weirdos who would like to take those seats, please do. Lots of them are on their own or in an awkward place in the room, so enjoy. But if you Fantastic. don't want that and you would like to see me do jokes in early February, then watch out for excuse me the tweet I will inevitably be doing or Instagram post about this. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, get yeah. those ticks. Um, but we must now to the bonus part. Yeah. If you want a bonus pod with spicy conversations, an extra half hour of Bud Pod a week, do sign up to our Patreon. Yes, please. Uh, but otherwise, we'll see you next time. Good day Bye. to you. Bye. Bye.